0: Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now.
1: Well, hello, power partners, and welcome to Star Style. Be the star you are. We are coming to you live on the Voice America Network, and this is a show that is brought to you under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. It is a season of giving, the season of light, And if you'd like to make a donation and get a tax receipt for the end of the year, please visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by BeTheStarYouAre.org, and it's from Albert Einstein. Logic will get you from A to Z. Imagination will get you everywhere. And this is that time of year when we really use our imagination. I think Christmas, especially when you get to see it through the eyes of kids, is just so incredible and so special. Um, I just, I just love it, especially when the kids go to visit Santa, especially the young ones, and they are scared to death, <laughs> and you can't help but just uh, giggle, you know, when they see this jolly old guy with a big white beard and a big belly and and saying, ho, 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 they have no idea what's going on. (laughs) Anyway, today's show in uh, segment one, we will be talking about holiday tipping, because this is that time of year that perhaps you want to give just a little extra to people who have made a difference in your life or helped you in some way, but that we probably want a little bit of guidelines. I mean, obviously, you can do whatever you want, but I have just a few tips for you. Um, Also, we're going to talk about sleeping. We talk about sleeping a lot here on the show. And if you're feeling groggy in the morning, you may not be getting enough REM. And without a good night's sleep, your brain doesn't function properly. And there is now evidence that if you're not sleeping, you might actually be contributing to some um, plaques that could cause dementia or even Alzheimer's. So we really need to get our Z's. In um, segment uh, two, retirement. When is it time to retire? Some people dream of retiring at 40, 50, 60, or some never. And whatever your goal, you need to prepare emotionally, financially, and physically. And finally, in segment three, It's just so sad that local newspapers are disappearing. And this accelerating trend is going to result in more news deserts. It's a phenomena that occurs when a community lacks a credible source for local news. And analysts are now predicting the loss of one-third of newspapers in the United States by the end of this coming year. And that's really, really sad because social media and online, there's so much misinformation, disinformation, and stuff that we really shouldn't even be thinking about. So uh, this is something that we should all be considering and be worried about because that is a, you know, getting getting the truth. We don't even know what the truth is anymore. Well, let's talk about how to set a, a tipping strategy because this holiday season really gives you that opportunity to show your appreciation for people who have been working with you or serving you in some way, being some kind of provider. You know, these are people that you use regularly regularly. And particularly those that might work in or around your home. So it's something that, of course, you're going to probably want to budget for um, as far as tips because it is part of holiday gifting. And sometimes providers often work in groups, maybe if you have a gardener or a cleaning service. And you want to um, give them a tip at the end of the year. So what is appropriate? Of course, you can give them a book or uh, food is probably always appreciated, something that is, you know, fresh and really good. Or you might want to give them, you know, some cash. And so what is appropriate is what is determined by you. But usually, it depends on you know the amount of service the amount of work they do, and maybe it's somewhere between twenty and fifty dollars and um if it's just one person that provides all the services for you, you know you you might want to increase it or just to add an additional gift to it and then, if you have newspaper delivery, which as we're going to speak about in segment three that is starting to terminate. Many, many towns, cities have lost their local newspaper. And I am so fortunate that I actually write for the newspaper and am going into my 17th year. Um, I'm coming up on my 500th column, which is an inspirational garden column as well as I did a teen column. So I'm very fortunate that I work for a newspaper, and hopefully it is not going to go under. But if you have a newspaper delivery person, or maybe you have a grocery person that you, um, you know, that is always the same person that delivers your groceries, or the same thing, you know, your trash collector, your recycled collector, you might set aside of a tip of maybe you know ten dollars or. What we again, it's whatever you want, but probably around $10. And I do a lot of mailings. I'm literally at the post office almost every day. But one thing you have to know about the United States Postal Service carriers, they cannot accept cash, but they can accept gifts with a value up to $20. So in the past, you know, I have um, given again, I, I love to give books cause I think books are a gift that just keeps on giving. If somebody doesn't want the book, they can pass it on to someone who they know will like the book. Um, and also, you know, just a, a gift, you can give gift cards. A lot of people really like gift cards, although you have to be very careful when you're giving gift cards, because, um, there's a lot of scams out there, and I have talked to people who received gift cards only to try to use them to find out that they were fraudulent or invalid. So if you're going to give a gift card, you want to buy it yourself and put the amount of money in it and get and put the receipt with it. That's probably the best thing to do. I'm not a person that likes gift cards personally because I never use them. I don't really like shopping and I don't like to have a a card and have to go to a certain spot. But um, there are a lot of different ways you can do gift cards. And maybe you can just do like a Visa debit card or something if you want to do that. Now, you might have a dog walker or child care provider or a personal caregiver or... um, you know a, a house sitter or a dog sitter something like that and you want to um we want to tip them as well so before you tip anybody that's in like a nursing home like a nursing home worker you must check the company's policy on whether tips are permitted and how much you are allowed to provide again for uh, dog walkers or child care providers or personal uh, caregivers, the usual amount that is recommended by experts is around a week's um, pay, whatever you would pay. If, this, if they're a regular, I mean, if they're only coming once, you know, once in a while or once a month or, you know, not very often, that's not the same. But if they do this every day, they're walking your dog every day, they're providing care for your child every day, they're a personal caregiver every day, then what is um, recommended is a week's pay. And if you want to show your appreciation for other personal service providers like a hairstylist or a manicurist, again, um, you can always give a gift or you can tip um, up to the cost of maybe one appointment. The standard tipping expectations that apply throughout the year actually hold around the holidays, too. You want to tip anywhere from 15 to 20 percent of the pre-tax bill when you go out. And uh, you might, when you go to, if you're going to a hotel, um, I tip two to five dollars a day if you have good housekeeping service. And the same goes for taxi uh, drivers or, you know, again, I know Uber and Lyft and those kinds, they don't always expect it. But so often now you get that little computer and it it automatically, it says, do you want to leave 15 percent, 20 percent, 25 percent, 30 percent? I find, find these discombobulating because if you didn't get good service, you may not want to leave anything, but then you feel obligated. But that you can normally just leave um, 15%. And then, as far as bell hops, um, when they carry your luggage, then you're looking at like a dollar to two dollars per bag. So, that's kind of just those are just some guidelines. Obviously, you do whatever it is that you want to do. Uh, and it's always the level of service. If you feel that you're getting really good service, then you may want to be giving a little bit more. Well, I don't want to go too much into sleep because uh, we do quite a few shows on the importance of sleep. And as I have uh, stated in this uh, radio show so many times, is when I was so much younger, I was so happy to just survive on three or four hours of sleep and used to always say, oh, I'll sleep when I'm dead. And now that I know better, maybe I'm just older and wiser, but now that i have really done my research and i know how important sleep is it's really critical to me that i actually schedule sleep for 7 to 8 hours every day and sometimes you can't do it cuz you're traveling or you have you know early business meetings or something that something happens but in general you really really need to get your z's and if you are having trouble sleeping it's important that you discover what is keeping you from getting those seven to eight hours of sleep because they need to be a priority. Um, Long-term disturbances in sleep can actually lead to problems with many age-related health uh, issues. Bad sleep is actually linked to increased age-related discomfort and pain. And Here's what I've just been learning is that it also causes the uh, beta amyloid to build up and that harms your brain function. And that is a uh, amyloid that is associated with Alzheimer's disease. Also, if you're not getting enough sleep, you can hurt your immune system. And that would increase your chance of illness. And it is... Uh, difficult to actually recover. So your recovery time could be longer. And right now, because it is winter, uh, this there's so many viruses going around. And I know that people are hearing them all the time besides the flu, the RSV, the COVID-19. Uh, well, it's not, I think it's a different COVID now, but I think they still call it COVID-19. But in any case, and there are other viruses and unfortunately, you can get them all at one time. And so emergency rooms are filling up, hospitals are filling up. So you really do wanna get your sleep and make sure that your immune system is strong. Also, when you don't get enough sleep, your memory and uh, and other functions of your body are strained. And so you might not remember the things that you need to remember because your brain isn't coding correctly. And this is something that puts you, makes you really uh, vulnerable to, um, to, uh, to illnesses as well as to memory loss. And memory becomes stable in the brain when we do get enough sleep. And new memories get integrated into already existing knowledge networks in the brain. So that we can recall them later, you know, that's that recall retrieval, then we can have that ability to access memory in the future. So, both acquisition and recall are functions that take place when you are awake. However, what researchers state is that sleep is required for the consolidation of memory. And it doesn't matter what kind of memory we're talking about. So, without adequate sleep, Your brain has a harder time absorbing and recalling new information. You might um, even recall when you were studying or if you are studying for an exam uh, or even if you have a speech or anything, you know, an important presentation to do. I always like to go over it right before I go to sleep. And I go over it several times before I go to sleep. And then somehow, while I'm sleeping, it seems to really register in my brain, maybe just in my cells, so that when I wake up refreshed from a good night's sleep, I am able to recall um, very vividly what it was that I was studying the night before or preparing for. So again, sleep helps improve our productivity, it also removes toxic proteins because if those are allowed to accumulate in the brain, that can clog and kill healthy neurons as well as the memories that they store. And this is the NIH that actually has done this research. They say that the amyloid proteins that build up in the brains of those with Alzheimer's disease are those proteins that are actually um, uh, happen when we don't get enough sleep. REM sleep is important in that it is critical to procedural learning and that slow wave sleep is the period of deep sleep when the brain begins to sort through, recognize, and consolidate declarative or factual information that you would acquire during the day. So before the memory is filed, it's evaluated for its relevance to what else you might know. And if what you heard, read, or experienced is not relevant to you now, you probably won't remember it. And also just keep in mind when we're thinking about sleep that sleep aids and prescriptions sedate and they do not lead to a healthy sleep. And there are some natural herbal supplements that might be able to help, but you'll want to talk to your doctor about that. And maybe once in a while you might need a sleep aid for, you know, for some reason or another, maybe you're on a plane and, you know, it's just so, (laughs) traveling on a plane is so uncomfortable that you might need to take something just to try to get to sleep in those cramped up chairs. But for general, you really want to just go to sleep naturally and attempt Every night to get seven to eight hours, and actually seven to nine hours is is a, is a good uh, reach for you. Well, you're listening to Cynthia Bryan, this is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. After the break, we're going to talk about how you can retire. What do you need to know, and do you want to do it? Don't go away. We'll be back in a bit. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
0: Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 gifts, and Be The Star You Are for teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925 377 STAR. 925 377 STAR. 925 377 STAR. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach Cynthia Bryan will bring her energetic expertise Nine two five three seven seven STAR and visit w com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, w com. Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard. On the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens www.btsya.com you can express yourself follow voice america at facebook.com forward slash voice for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts it's power time on star style be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party.
1: Well, thank you so much for staying with us. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and you're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network, and this is the Empowerment Channel. And uh, we are very happy that you are listening to our show. Well, retirement, when we are young... Uh, When we first start our first job, you know, we're told that when you make a little bit of money, you should put some away for your retirement. And after you've made a certain amount, you should open a Roth IRA or if you're working for a company and they have a 401k, you should, you know, try to max it out, et cetera. But the interesting thing is, is, you know, when you're a teenager or in your 20s, boy, retirement seem so far away. Unless you're a real go-getter and you've decided that you're only going to work a few years because you're going to make your fortune really, really fast, and then you're going to retire. But (laughs) not everybody is like that. But retirement comes faster than most of us realize. I mean, it's interesting... When we're little kids, it seems like the years just go by so slowly. And then, as we get older, each year seems to go by faster. And retirement is a time when we finally get to relax, supposedly, and enjoy life without the pressure of work. Now, for some, it means you know, sitting on the front porch and on a rocking chair. For others, it means traveling around the world or watching you know more of their favorite movies or going to more uh, performances or maybe taking new courses or learning a new language or maybe even starting another career or volunteering or spending time with a partner or spending time alone or maybe even finding a, a hobby that you've always wanted to try and never ever tried or maybe it's just, you know, going in your own backyard and gardening or playing with animals or whatever it is. But whatever it is, it might be all of these things and it comes quickly. And according to the Pew Research Center, between 2008 and 2019, the retired population of those 55 and older grew by 1 million retirees per year and then from 2019 to 2021 the ranks of retirees 55 and older have grown by 3.5 million that's a lot of people so how do you know if you want to retire, or when you're ready. I know for me, I just love, um, I love my work. I love what I do. I love empowering people. And I have no desire to retire. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, I think that there's some people that are probably like me that are doing what they love, and they may want to slow down or take fewer hours, and they may just work until the very end. I mean, some people what was henry kissinger he was he was just what shy of 199 or he was 100 uh, and he was working to the end not saying whether he was good or bad but you know this is a person that was vital until until he went to 6 feet under and that's hopefully what i will do too but we have to prepare emotionally and financially if you're thinking that you are going to retire, because after you've spent decades saving for retirement, you're never sure. I mean, I don't know how we can be totally sure that what you've saved is going to be enough because the cost of living keeps going up, You know, rent uh, and houses keep going up, food is expensive. So we don't know what kind of life the money that we have saved is going to ultimately buy us and there has been a lot of inflation and market turmoil and so people are anxious and it presents more of a challenge will my money last and retirement is really a major transition and it's important to plan ahead to ensure that you are ready for the change because from healthcare and work-life balance to property and income sources, every single aspect of your life is going to be affected. And sadly, there are many people who are not adequately prepared for retirement, either financially or emotionally. Now, there was a recent survey by the Employee Benefit Research Institute, and it found that only 11% of workers plan to retire before the age of 60. But with the right preparation, you can create a retirement plan that is going to provide you with financial resources and the freedom to pursue your passions, whether you decide to retire at 50, 65, 62, 70, or whenever you decide to retire. But not only does assessing your retirement readiness involve evaluating your financial situation, all of your income sources, your goals and your lifestyle, but it also requires a very honest assessment of your emotional readiness to leave the workforce. I mean, think about it. If you've been getting up every day and going to an office or, you know, going to something that has really made you feel important, it's part of your identity. Perhaps you have friends and colleagues there. It might be where you interact with just, you know, a lot of different um, ideas and people. It would be really hard just to one day walk out and not return i think that would would be very very sad and on the financial side you might want to meet with if someone if you have a financial advisor or an attorney uh, that can help you evaluate what your situation is and then create a plan for managing all the assets and liabilities because you have to get really clear on the kind of retirement you want and that will help you create the groundwork for getting the advice that is aligned with your goals. I mean, if you want to travel or pursue hobbies or spend time with family, all of those are great things to do. It's what kind of lifestyle do you want to maintain? You know, what kind of lifestyle do you have right now? And are you going to be able to maintain that once you retire with just the savings you have? And so you have to figure out how long you're gonna keep working. And, you know, again, if you even want to stop working. Now, if you plan to travel a lot, or pursue expensive hobbies like taking up golf for example you may need to save more than someone who plans to live just a more modest lifestyle and if you plan to work part-time during retirement or you have other sources of income maybe you have rental properties or maybe you are crafting and you're selling things um, that can also help determine If you're going to be ready to retire, because retirement can be an emotionally challenging time, particularly for those who have spent their entire lives focused on work. And it is important to think about how you will adjust to find your fulfillment. I mean, a lot of people would miss the social interactions and that real sense of purpose that comes with your work life if you don't have any outside activities now that you're working do you have activities that you want to pursue because just watching television or sitting on that rocking chair is going to get pretty old and as we know from statistics people who do not follow up retirement with something that is important and makes them feel vital and alive, tend not to live very long. Now, according to the US Bureau of Labor Statistics, uh, um, Americans or older adults spend more time watching television and relaxing. Um, and this is in 2021. This is a uh, the statistics in 2021 than they did a decade ago. They spent less time socializing, volunteering, or attending religious services. And this is, again, from the U.S. Bureau Bureau of Labor Statistics. And this is their survey. And this is for 2021. So the survey results underscore the importance of planning for meaningful activities and social connections in retirement because otherwise um, you're going to have social isolation and you will not have a fulfilling lifestyle. Retirement needs to be a time of exploration and enjoyment and with proper planning, it will help you ensure that you can live a life on your own terms. You have to find a sense of purpose. I mean, that is one of the keys Of a healthy lifestyle in general. And you may need to redefine what retirement is going to mean to you. And you want to approach it with a sense of purpose. Because when you stop working, you will have that freedom to explore new interests because you're not on a time clock Your time is your own. You'll be able to take some risks. And, you know, if you get involved with a charity or volunteering, you'll actually be able to make a difference in the world. So you want to focus on what matters most to you so that you can create a plan for retirement that will be fulfilling and meaningful, and which is important for your overall happiness, your well-being, as well as your longevity. I mean, a lot of people have spent their entire lives, and they are defined by their work. So transitioning to a new identity is going to be challenging. And it's important to take the time now while you're still working to reflect on what is it that really brings you joy? What do you value most? What do you want to achieve in this next phase of your life? And it is completely okay if you want to keep working. That is, you know, that is totally fine. Uh, We've talked about the Okinawa culture before and how Okinawa is one of the blue zones where a large number of people live to be over 100. And there was research done of what is the reason you get up in the morning? And there's a deeply personal concept that represents your life's purpose and value. So you have to, uh, again, have a purpose that aligns with your passions and with your goals. Now, maybe what you're gonna wanna consider is a phased retirement versus like cold turkey because the changes that come with retirement are often an opportunity to grow, to redefine what's important to you, to refocus your values, And the key is to find something, again, that brings you joy. But also you need to be challenged because when you're challenged, you grow as a person. And when it comes to leaving a very fulfilling and full-time career, if you quit cold turkey, how is that going to feel for you? Maybe it's better to reduce your hours slowly over time, that might be a better fit, than to just stop abruptly. So a phased approach can help if you want to ease into these next years of your life and at the same time maintain some income. And it also can give you a built-in opportunity to sustain your social connections and to keep your skills sharp, because getting back to memory and dementia, you have to keep your brain active. It's really, really critical to uh, to um, be constantly learning. I, I always say that I have to learn something every day. I make my car a rolling university. You know, you can listen to books books on tape or you know on your phone, whatever you're going to do. But you need to always be listening. Now, with, um, with, you, with you have newfound extra time, if you start decreasing your work hours, then you can start to transition perhaps into a second career before you fully retire. Maybe something that doesn't pay too much, but maybe pays a little, but something you've always wanted to try, or maybe you're just going to do it for fun. I mean I have been in the entertainment and acting world pretty much most of my life but I and I do a lot of coaching of people who have been in 9 to 5 jobs or office jobs or you know high power jobs but they've always wanted to pursue acting or singing or dancing. And so this is a really good time to think about well Okay, you know maybe I could get into a theater group or you know maybe I can join a chorus or maybe there is you know I, I love in Palm Springs there are um, what are they? they're like they're like the uh, follies but they're all women that are over 65. And some of them were previous dancers and they'd put on shows and all that. Well, there's lots of that in a lot of communities. So maybe this is a good time to collaborate with younger generations or just to do something that you've always wanted to pursue. And just give it a shot. Doesn't have to be for money. It can just be for the fun. But for example, if you decide to do some background work in films, if you're in an area where they are filming, you could do um, be an extra in a film and you might really enjoy it and you'd get a little bit of, you know, a little bit of cash too. So depending on the type of work you did before you retired, you may find it challenging to disconnect while you're still working part-time. I mean, you may learn that phased retirement options are not practical for you, or maybe your company, if you're working for a company, doesn't offer them. So if you find yourself in this situation, you might want to pivot by expanding your mind and just try some new things to refocus and redefine what you think you may want to do. Now, being the executive director of Be The Star You Are, I am a huge promoter of volunteering. I am a volunteer. There are no paid people with Be the Star You Are charity. But, and so I've been volunteering now for 25 years. And in the beginning, it was a chore, it was hard, really, really hard. And now I can't imagine not doing it. It makes me feel so good to be helping the community and helping women and families and youth and really making a positive impact. And Volunteering also provides an opportunity to build some new and meaningful relationships. And by building these connections, you're actually boosting your mental health. And, you know, when you help someone else, you actually help yourself. So I'm a huge promoter of volunteering. And it can be for anything. Uh, Be The Star You Are is a literacy and positive media charity. The positive media, we, uh, you know, by writing our positive newsletters, by producing positive radio shows, uh, we do a lot of uh, positive messaging, but we're also literacy. We're providing books. We're doing book reviews. So you have to just find what it is. Maybe you want to work at a shelter or maybe you want to work at a food bank or, you know, maybe you'd like to volunteer to pick grapes or whatever it is. There's something out there. There's a lot of animal um, charities, if you're an animal person, or there are also business charities where you could help mentor up and coming uh, students or people who are starting small businesses. So also, you have, besides deciding when to retire, you or whether to retire at all, you also need to figure out where it is that you wanna live. Do you wanna stay in the home you are in? Do you wanna stay in the same city, state, country? Can you afford to stay where you are? You have to figure out your, those priorities. Now, very important to care for your physical, emotional, and mental health. This is crucial throughout life, but it becomes even more important, more critical, as you get older, because the average life expectancy is increasing, um, well, exponentially actually it's increased more than six years in the past two decades. So you have to have a plan for your health and your finances because healthcare is expensive. So you have to be proactive with your health through regular exercise, eating habits, again That sleep is so critical because by doing those things, that'll prevent the need for costly medical interventions down the road and help you ensure that you get the most out of your retirement. Also, if you're thinking of moving, you do have to look to figure out what kind of medical establishments are going to be available close by. Do you want to be in a city? Do you want to be rural? Are there good hospitals? Are there healthcare providers that can um, that will work with the insurance that you have? And while eating healthy, staying active, and staying on top of regular checkups and preventative exams can help you keep physically in good health, you want to find that creative outlet to support your mental health. So. Think about all those activities that you don't have time for right now. You might want to actually start making a list because, What you want to do or wish you could do in a day, you could do once you retire. And even better, if one of your creative outlets includes social interactions, that is a really good thing too, because we know that isolation leads to depression and also to medical issues and social connections improve your immune system. They lower the risk of heart problems and high blood pressure. They lead to fewer incidents of cancer. And they, stay, um, they stave off osteoporosis and rheumatoid arthritis. So whatever you're doing, you wanna create those social connections. Again, volunteer, join a group, join a social club, um, or walk through your neighborhood and say hello to neighbors you want to set yourself up now to stay connected in retirement so that your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health will all be benefits and you really do have to plan for health care costs. So it's very important that um, you you put away money for health care. Again, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, Households that are headed by people 65 or older spend an average of about $7,030 a year on health care. So, health care is a big expense. So, here are some tips um, for retiring. And if you're planning on retiring before, the age of 65, you really do want to think about it. Always start with the plan. Think about what you want to do with your time and create a plan that outlines your goals, your interests, and your, your aspirations. Explore all your options. Find activities that are going to align with your interests and skills. Again, maybe it's volunteering, starting a new career, traveling, or pursuing a hobby. Make sure to network and connect. You want to join a club or a group related to your interests where you're going to meet like-minded people and discover new opportunities. And it's very important to stay active and engaged. You want to keep physically active, mentally engaged by pursuing activities that will challenge you and keep you motivated. And then don't forget to remain flexible. you got to stay open to... You know, all the possibilities, the opportunities, the experiences and be ready to embrace change and adapt because without that, um, nothing is going to be is going to be happy. So take the time to rediscover yourself, assess your situation and plan because you want to retire on your own terms, whether you're technically at retirement age or not. You just want to feel confident in doing so, because when we retire from work, we do not retire from life. We're just simply moving on to another phase. So one with opportunities to redefine your purpose, find causes that light your spirit and embark on adventures that remind you that age is just a number. (laughs) Well, I'm Cynthia Bryan. That is some tips on retirement. We're going to have a business bite, And then after that, we have just a little bit more left in our show for today. We'll talk about the decline of newspapers. So stay with me for the business bite And for my last segment, you're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are coming to you live on the Voice America Network. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan.
1: Exploring the world is so much fun when you have a good sense of humor. So does your sense of humor change um, as you grow older? The answer is a definitive yes. Studies show that older adults appreciate humor even more than those in younger age groups. But older adults do it in different ways. As people grow past that child-raising years, they still enjoy humorous outlooks on life's quirks and funny stories of groups navigating comical situations together. But having experienced most of life's social situations, mature adults usually don't enjoy crude jokes or humor that single out a single person. Now, a sense of humor helps our mental and physical health, too. A healthy dose of laughter will help us release stress, boost our immunity, reduce pain, build community, stay young at heart, enjoy life more, be more successful, and whether it's in business or personal relationships, laugh more and find the humor in everyday things. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another Business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit cynthiabryan.com. That's Brian with an I, cynthiabryan.com. Be
0: the star you are, the star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Visit our website at org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376-376, Moraga, California, 94556. org Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party.
1: Well, again, thank you for staying with me through the break. I am Cynthia Bryan. We're coming to you live on the Voice American Network. This is the Empowerment Channel. And as I said previously, I've been writing for uh, a local newspaper for 16 years. I'm starting on my 17th year. And it's so wonderful to have a paper that has community events and you can find out what's happening in your town. And our publisher just recently sent us all a notice about the alarming decline of local newspapers in the United States, because analysts are now predicting the loss of one third of newspapers by next year. And this accelerating trend is gonna result in more news deserts, a phenomenon that occurs when a community lacks a credible source for local news. And here are the key points that you really need to know. The rise of news deserts. Currently, the U.S. only has roughly 6,000 newspapers, down from 9,000 in 2005. And more than two newspapers close every week. And a majority of those surviving are now publishing only once per week. Now, erosion of accountability. News deserts exacerbate the political polarization and civic disengagement, especially in high poverty areas. Without an independent local press, many communities in news deserts are left without an independent government watchdog, making it more difficult to hold rogue government officials accountable. And a study led by University of Notre Dame found that following a newspaper's closure, Municipal borrowing costs increased by 5 to 11 basis points, and they even increased pollution. A study in the Journal of Environmental Economics and Management found that when newspapers reported on pollution from consumer manufacturing plants, their toxic emissions were reduced by 29%. The worst thing is the spread of misinformation. The vacuum that is left by local news decline has led to a media landscape where many individuals can fall victim to misinformation spread online via social media. So what are the solutions? Well, the California Journalism Preservation Act, it's AB um, 886-Wix, is one way to save local news, to fight misinformation to hold local government officials accountable, and ultimately to protect democracy. Independent journalism is a core pillar of American democracy, yet it is under constant threat from big tech. Uh, their dominant tech platforms You know, like Meta, Google, they use sophisticated tactics that are actually depriving local news publishers of deserved ad, re- ad revenue. And they're profiting off the work done by local journalists without compensating them fairly or without even compensating them at all. And in order to ensure that newsrooms are being fairly compensated for the work, the California Journalism Preservation Act is going to require Google and Meta to come to the table to negotiate fair terms for the use of publishers' valuable content. So what's the bottom line? The decline in local news poses a democracy-threatening crisis, and that underscores the need for a solution. So the California Journalism Preservation Act is critical to bringing balance back to the currently broken news marketplace and ensuring that more Californians have access to quality independent journalism. And obviously, this is based on California, but it's happening all over the United States. So if you care about um, honest journalism, just pay attention and get involved. Well, that's our show for today. So thank you for being with me every Wednesday, right here on the Voice America Network, the empowerment channel where we come to you live. And of course, you can listen to us on all the platforms that where you get your podcasts or other radio shows. We hope that we change your life and that we bring you some solid news information that um, make your dreams come true. For more information about Star Style Productions to purchase any of my books, it uh, is the holidays, they make great gifts um, and there are 10 of them out there. Visit bethestarur.org. Or cynthiabryan.com. The money will go to charity. cynthiabryan.com. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. See beyond your physical being. Know you are already the star you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And uh, do read a book this week. It's like a garden in your pocket. Till next week when we celebrate again. Remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. I am Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are, be your unapologetically authentic self, make it a great week, and have a wonderful holiday season. Thanks for joining me.